You know, it has been a fixture of this community now for 100 years, well, almost 100 years. Scottish Rite for Children is turning 100 years old, and it has served this community all that time and treated thousands, tens of thousands of children and continues to. And for the first time, I think, in their history, they're out raising money for a capital campaign. That's remarkable. <laughs> Robert Walker is president and CEO of Scottish Right and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, thank you, David. Really appreciate the opportunity. So you to visit. so you finally ran out of money. That's what it is. Right? Well, <laughs> well, you always need more money. <laughs> well, you and know. you've got a gorgeous facility down there too. And it, it, yeah. Well, we're trying to make some improvements and upgrades and get ready for the next hundred years. So let's go back to the history of it. I was reading the history of it, and I was, I was really intrigued to find that the man who who was recruited to open up this this uh, this facility was the same guy that found, the same doctor that founded the Carroll Clinic, which has also been here, I guess, for over a hundred years. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, w. B. Carroll was his name and he came to Dallas after World War One and settled here as the first orthopedic surgeon in Dallas. And at that same time, there was uh, an epidemic of polio, uh, not just in Dallas, but around the country and in a group of Masons uh, formed a relationship, I guess maybe a partnership with him and jointly and, and you know, really together, they uh, came up with the idea of, of Scottish Rite Hospital. And in 1921, uh, we started seeing patients and uh, primarily the, the mission was polio. It's amazing. And of course, it was probably 30 years later that the, the I guess it was Salk and then later what I took, the Sabin vaccine came along. It took 30 years. Now, 100 years later, you've got your own pandemic. <laughs> It's 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 ironic, uh, really. I mean, we're sort of at the both ends. Uh, the polio, uh, what was considered an epidemic, but now the the pandemic. And I can remember the days too of the Salt and Sabian vaccine and how uh, just a remarkable discovery that was, and how that changed. It really changed the hospital because polio required a lot of orthopedic intervention. And it pretty much eradicated polio in this country. And we shifted logically into a pediatric orthopedic direction. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we've been ever since. But I guess I, I guess I just didn't realize it took 30 years yeah. to do that or over 30 years. And it may, may point out, I guess, how remarkable it is that they can come up with a vaccine for COVID-19 in, in a year or less. Although, if for your for your purposes, we still don't have a vaccine. We still don't have, although they've applied for uh, emergency use approval, we still don't have a vaccine for age 5 to 11, which I, I would guess you desperately need. Yeah, uh, I think it would be of, of tremendous, uh, you know, benefit to those children and, and certainly those families. And um, hopefully that we're, we're getting close to that. Uh, where we can uh, go ahead and provide that for those who uh, want to take it. Have you treated many children for this, for COVID? You know, uh, us us being an orthopedic hospital, so we do not them. treat children with it, but we do have children that come here every day that we do have to screen for just like every other hospital and have all the precautionary measures in place, just as if we did treat uh, children with yeah. uh, COVID.
So t- talk to me about the capital campaign. What do you need? What do you what what how, how do you extend your reach? Well, uh, you know, we have been here uh, for 100 years. Uh, we actually moved into what we called uh, our, our new our existing facility, which I I refer to it as our new facility. Uh, but uh, that was in December of 1977 when we moved into this hospital. Wow. And you can imagine after almost 50 years, 45 years, uh, things need to be facelifted. And, and so we're going through a major overhaul right now of our operating rooms and other uh, areas of the hospital to bring them up to, to date. And so there, and you know, through technology, of course, we've tried to keep up with that as time goes on, but it's changing every year uh, you know, quicker. And so you always have to position yourself to be able to have the latest. So we see this capital campaign is a way that people can invest in the future of Scottish ride and, and invest in, in the care of children. In orthopedics, it, it, it does seem like there've been a lot of breakthroughs, uh, uh, surgery that's less invasive and maybe the recovery time has been cut. No question. Uh, when, when I, came here, you know, it's been a few years ago, uh, 42 years ago, uh, average length of stay was probably, uh, 17 to 18 days. And today it's four days or less and it's dropping, you know, every year. But you've Uh, also got cases where you, you see kids on a recurring basis. I mean, uh, many times a year. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some children that come into our system that are here for one visit. And we'll have some children that will come into the system that will be here for 18 years. Uh, they come shortly after birth and, and they uh, will be followed here. And, and this is what makes it a little unusual, really, is, as you pointed out, it, it's, a, it's a family. And we become an extension of that, uh, to that to that family. And they become a part of us. So it's been very rewarding to see children progress over a period of time and uh, really see uh, the, the benefits that our team here is able to provide them. But, but some of it's remarkable. I, I saw a quote from President Clinton when he was in town here years ago, and he said, places like Scottish Rite don't ask children with severe disabilities or serious illnesses, can you pay? They just ask, how can I help? How can you not ask can you pay? Yeah. Well, I tell you, we have been uh, very blessed throughout the years <clears throat> as far as support for the institution. <clears throat> so we've had uh, an endowment that we've been able to uh, operate off of, however. And uh, it was uh, in October of uh, 2012, we uh, started a revenue cycle which we started charging for services rendered. But the the thing that we're very confident about saying is that no child will ever be denied care at Scottish Rite for their inability to pay. And so for 92 years, we did not charge for services rendered here. And over approximately the last 10 years, we have uh, uh, implemented a revenue cycle. And you remember what happened in 2008, 2009, uh, which caught, our attention Boy, do I. <laughs> and uh, looking at other means of revenue to support the hospital. So, so it's really worked well. So the roots go back, I mean, a hundred years ago to the Texas Scottish Rite Masons, which I guess are part of the Freemasons and everything else. But, but you're, 
your your umbrella, your supporter is still what the Texas Scottish Rite Masons. Yes, it is. Our board is uh, is made up uh, of uh, of Scottish Rite Masons uh, for the most part. We do have some trustees that that are not, but uh, the, the large majority of our board is made up of Scottish Rite Masons. So what what about facilities? I, I mean, I've seen Children's Medical and others build other facilities. We've seen you know, for-profit hospitals that are, you know, spreading out across North Texas as North Texas spreads out. Um, what about other locations for you? Have you looked at that? Yeah, I tell you, we, we have. And in 2018, we opened up another facility in Frisco. And uh, it is uh, about 30 miles uh, down the toll road from where we are. And uh, it has been uh, very uh, successful as far as uh, the patient visits that we've, you know, occurred during that time. Um, and it, it was a, a move that we felt like we needed to make because a number of our patients uh, came from that area. And uh, we felt that convenience right now is so important for healthcare uh, that we needed to go ahead and put our state sort of in that area. So it's, it's been good. Uh, you know, one thing that's interesting when you think of the hundred years and you go back to 1921, when, when the initial hospital was built here, North Dallas High School was built at that same year. And so you think of North Dallas now, and you think almost okay. of the Oklahoma border. Yeah, I, I, I know. Which, and what's what I was thinking is you're going to have, you're probably going to have to build in Salina next. Yeah. Well, it's, it's incredible. I happened to be out there just in the, the last week and, it's it's incredible that whole Salina area and and the, just the the growth. I mean, you just feel it when you when you drive out there when you or when you're out there. So, what is your reach? I mean, do you do you accept patients from outside of the North Texas area? Yes, uh, you know, I currently we have uh, I think three patients from you know uh, other parts of the world. Uh, yeah, it, it, we typically at any given time will have patients certainly outside the state and then also outside the world. I, I know we have a patient from Egypt now that has a very severe uh, spinal problem. And uh, that is one of our centers of excellence and uh, has been referred here. It's been here for about six weeks uh, in preparation for surgery. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's it predominantly it's going to be, you know, the North Texas, the Texas area. But uh, we do have uh, children from from many other states, from the East Coast to the West Coast and again, uh, other parts of the world. Well, your your reputation runs far and wide and, and you're a magnet. Every time I look around, I mean, there's some Dallas Cowboy or Maverick or some movie star or president in some cases showing up at your hospital. Yeah, we've been fortunate throughout the years to have many people come by and pay visits and and uh, support, you know, the, the the work that's being done here. So it's it you know it's just been an unbelievable place to to be a part of. And and again, I think the bottom line are all the kiddos and all the families yeah. that have been touched uh, throughout all these years. Well, it's it's, it's great work, and I'm I'm not going to wait another hundred years before we catch up. It's been, it's been, it's been fun. Robert Walker is president and CEO of Scottish Rite for Children and uh, happy birthday. A little early, but happy birthday. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for, for what you've done for our community as well. Thanks uh, I know you're very much involved and we, we appreciate you. 
Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.